But yeah, so so this morning, uh, I, I prayed about this morning in the message, and uh, and and I really felt God stir in my heart the um, the aim for this year to to get close to Him. And uh, um, it's with me always, and I know Nelly as well. We we sort of seek the Lord in the beginning of the year. Oopsie, <laughs> silent mode. Those are our kids. Our kids come back from the strand from Taina. We'll forget them as we get closer. So, so we, yeah, get back to my story. Who of you do New Year's re- resolutions? It's only one of us that has New Year's resolutions. You must so very laugh, Adel. Your time lives for. Any, who's New Year's resolution? Who, who does it and who runs through it the whole year? Who just does it and begin with them in the first month? Eugene. So, so yeah, we always try and look for something and pray and and. and 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 see what we do, and um, and try and follow through with it. And sometimes we have more success than other times. But but one of the things that I've learned in life is that if you aim at nothing, you're going to hit it all the time. You're going to hit nothing. And um, and that's my my purpose this morning. This morning I wanna I wanna um, I'm going to testify a bit about times when I when I when I found the Lord and how how that works. But I believe. As we enter this new year, 2022, if we don't if we don't aim at something, we're gonna hit, we're gonna hit nothing. In um, I get a story. I'm sorry. I'm gonna yell at proud Afrikaans. Yell at verstaan to begin. Nee, nee. I can This is one joke that if you don't, well, now you do a, you do a bit. This is a joke. I've got to tell it in Afrikaans. If not a joke, it's a waterfall. The pal for me say, "Iemand heeft van gezegd, ik bel je maandag." And to um, na een van die weken die auto om glad te bel. Nee, hij zei niet maar. Hij hij kom om tegen die ouds over te moest gebellen. Het is jammer man. Ik heb net die tijd gehad. Hij zei nee nee nee. Allemaal het tijd. Allemaal het 24 uur dag. Dat was net die prioriteit nie. En en dat is die verschil tussen tijd en prioriteit. En ik geloof hierdie jaar as ons die as ons die jaren. If we look, if we're going to seek for the Lord, it's it's a question of prioritizing. It's not a question of of time, because we've all got the same amount of time. We just choose what to prioritize. If if uh, you've got a very big job and you're a busy man uh, or a m- busy woman, you're going to say, uh, "Look, I've got a lot of responsibilities." But actually, what you do is you're prioritizing that above many other things in your life. And there's only so many so many hours in a day, and you've got your children, you've got families, you've got relationships that you've got to do. But I want to talk about prioritizing the the main the main relationship. So, one of the things that, that we've got uh, um, uh, as charismatics, and I, th- and I look at some of our friends in the Dutch Reformed Church, and I must say, the, the, the amount of things they get through works of kerstalikis uh, um, and bazaars and things, I'm just sometimes I feel guilty. I think, geez, we don't do half as much as you guys. <laughs> they, 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 work, they work it up. And I've thought about it many times, and, and, I, and I think one of the things that, 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 that I come back to is, uh, yes, it's definitely we, we can do many more things as the Lord calls us, I think. But as, as Christians, as, as, as people who, who seek the Lord and have come out of um, religion into relationship, the main thing we seek is a relationship with God. And if things don't flow from that, uh, we've, we believe it's dead works. Um, but we need to prioritize that one thing that we aim for. And that's that relationship, an intimate relationship um, with Jesus. And 
if I take stock this time of the year and I, and I, and I look and I th- say, how am I going to f- work on my relationship with God this year? Because um, it's, it, it is a relationship. It's, it's, not a, it's not a system. I can't give you pointers. Um, so I look at, at things in the past. I look at how, how in times past I've managed to find the Lord. It gives me clues to find Him again. I look at examples of my marriage. Because that's a relationship, and that's that's how you do it. And uh, because God is a person, ultimately, if we start saying, "Look, I've got to do this and that and that," then we just into religion. And just the the again, I think the system I have for religion religion versus relationship is religion is in the old law where they said, "If you do this and this and this, then by your works you've got access to God. If you do these sacrifices, if you keep yourself pure." You've got access to God. Relationship is, if I've got a relationship with a person of Jesus, I've got access to God. So in, in many ways, I think the, the life of a, of a newborn Christian may not be as, as squeaky clean. And I, I believe as you, as you enter further and further into relationship, God changes things in your life. But it might not look as good on the outside as, as someone who's religiously on a Friday keeping the Shabbat and various other things and but but ultimately we trust in a person and we've got to look at pushing into that relationship um, and looking for clues to do that Um, and one of the things that I've found specifically with regards to that is um, before before I really gave my life to the Lord before I really met the Lord I I would always struggle with these these sin issues and, and try and try and say almost like the religion thing I'm going to sort out this. I'm going to stop swearing. I'm going to stop drinking or whatever. And then I'm going to have access to God. And when I've got access to Him, then, then we're going to have, I'm going to be a Christian. But I found the opposite to be true. I found it to be when I'm, when I'm with this person of Jesus and when I'm in His presence and I, when, I, when I fall in love with Him, then all these other things become things that separate me in this relationship. And therefore, I start hating those things. And, and when you look again, you start... You, you, are, you are becoming cleaner and your, your behavior is becoming better. But you didn't aim at the behavior. You aimed at the person of Jesus. And that's what I want to push to. And, and what I want to say is, if you, if you struggle, as, as for us as Christians, if we struggle with those things in our life, the, the, the answer is not looking at the fruit. The answer is looking at the root. We need to push into Jesus. And for, for us, I mean, I know all of us that are here, we're regular regular people that, that seek the Lord. So I'm not going to teach you new things tonight, but I, what I want to say is I believe also in the same way, maybe, maybe our fight isn't so much against uh, beating sin because I, I know many of us have overcome these things. But I think our, our thing is being fruitful because like in a marriage where, where fruitfulness comes from after intimacy, in the same way, if, we, if we're intimate with the Lord Jesus, there's fruit, and that's what we need to aim for is fruitfulness with Jesus, uh, through Jesus, through intimacy with Jesus. And, and, I, and I believe that's going to be the key this year because many times, you know, I don't know about you, uh, you, you meet people and uh, you can see that they're in trouble in their relationship, uh, marriage or whatever, and you meet people and we see them. I just think I've got, no, I've got no, no way that I can help you apart from Jesus. Jesus has got to do a miracle in your life. And I find the closer I am to Jesus and the closer I'm, I'm in those times of my life, 
um, that I'm able to impart that. And I think that's the thing I'm aiming for for us this year. I want to I want to try and <laughs> inspire myself. I'm trying to be inspired and inspire you to seek Jesus for the sake of fruitfulness and for the sake of that impartation to others. So so here goes. So um, yeah, just to add to that, John five thirty, where Jesus says, "By myself, I can do nothing." I judge, I judge only as I hear, and my judgment is just. For I seek not to please myself, but him who sent me. And I think that's that principle of Jesus being the vine uh, and, and we being rooted in him. Um, so yeah, how, how do we seek him? How, how do I find, if I look back at times, how do we seek him? And I think one of the, the scriptures that comes to mind for me is Jeremiah 29.13. Not 11. Jeremiah 29.11 says, says he's got good plans for me, plans to prosper me. Just after that, it says, you will seek me and find me if you seek, seek for me with all of your heart. And I think that's the first thing that I want to ask us this morning. How, how, our, how are we positioned for this year in terms of seeking God? Are we going to seek for him with all of our heart? Or is he going to be one of the aspects of my to-do list? Where is he on my aim for 2022? Is he, okay, I've got to do this promotion, I've got to do this, and God is sort of towards the end. Or is, is he really the, the first thing? And um, I want to encourage you that, that it's something that we can, we can be like the man who said to Jesus, Lord, I believe, help me in my unbelief. Lord, I seek for you, but help me to be the first priority in my heart. Um, and that's often because I believe even in that, Jesus is going to help us. Because by ourselves, we are going to prioritize other things. And we need to be, even in that, dependent on God. But that's where it starts. So um, I'm going to just tell you, uh, tell you a bit about how I've seen these phases in my life. And I'll tell you of, of, about one that I've, that I've gone through. So in Strandfontein, where we and Annie and them have, have a holiday, there's, a, there's like a little komiki where the kids swim. And they've made it like a tidal pool. And you're almost at the, at the left-hand side of the, the bay. So what we, what we do with our kids since they were young, we get our wetsuits on, of course. You don't swim there without a wetsuit. And we jump in at the back. So you're at the back of the bay. And you swim through the, the rip curl. And now you're behind the waves, deep in deep. So you can't, you're almost very difficult to get there without jumping in from the back. And then we start sh- swimming to the shore. And it's quite a distance, about 800 meters or a kilometer, whatever. It's far. And then you start swimming. And, uh, and it takes some time. And I've found that, you know, you can swim hard all the time. Or you can wait until those swells come. And when the swell come, you paddle, paddle, and then hang a bit and paddle, paddle. Until you get to the waves. And then the waves start taking, taking you out. And, and I've found in my relationship with the Lord, it's very similar to that. There's times where the Lord is, is really present in your life. And it can, and can come through adversity or, I don't know, many things can trigger it. But there's these times where God is, is really, he's got his hand on your, on your life. You can see he's busy, challenges come up and you've got these choices. And, and those are always times almost where the swells come, through, either through good times or bad times, where, where there's a time of, of working with God and, and paddling with him where you're going to make so much more progress than if you just hung or just kicked, so to speak, in the water. And I want to encourage us that we must look out for those times in our lives. It can be, it can be ch- a lot of times I've found it to come through adversity. And look out for God in those times because He's there. 
and there's sometimes difficult decisions um, that we have to take that that actually triggers a time of, of exceptional growth. And one of the times we, um, in 2009, we, I'm a mountain biker, not as avid as I used to be, but we, we cycled and a lot of us went to uh, do the Cape Epic together, about 20 of us from Paul. And it was lovely. We, we spent a lot of time preparing from about, uh, the Epic is in about March, April. From the previous year, July, August, we started training. So it's almost like a six or eight months process. And it, it, uh, it means getting up early in the morning. We used to do it and go up Tall Monument and cycle up there and do an hour and a half ride. And we cycled at least 10 to 14 hours a week, at least. On Saturdays, you get up at 4 o'clock, half past 4, you up, and you did a big 120K loop because we, we've got a family. I want to spend time with the kids as well, so we cycled in the mornings. Like I say, lunchtime, then you push the door closed a bit and you have a, have a nap. And, um, and after that, we went to, uh, I went to Mighty Men, and uh, I remember we were at Uncle Angus Bucken, and the one night we were standing there, um, I was with a lot of guys from the church, and I remember it was almost as if God was walking amongst us in the, in the audience, hundred, I don't know how many, thousands of people. And I just felt God saying, you, you, you seek with, with all of your heart. And I, and, I, and I remember making that decision. I want to seek God with all of my heart. And, um, and I really felt there was, a, there was a connection with God in that. And then uh, shortly after that, I started, I started God showing me that after the Scape Epic, I'd been, I'd been the fittest I've been in years. I remember doing a, you have to do like a, a medical before you go and cycle. And the nurse came and I think my resting heart rate was like 37. And I, I just thought, yo. And, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't as, as fit ever in my life. And I just got showed me that, that the, the, the correlation between, between what you sow and what you reap and what you dedicate yourself to and, and the, the, the feedback. And, 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 I, and he challenged me that year that I should put, try and put as many hours. It was for me. That's not a rule. So for me, try and put as many hours in cycling as I, uh, in, in time with him than with cycling. And that changed for me because I started having my quiet time before I went out cycling. So I'd spend like 45 minutes or an hour with the Lord and then I'd go cycling an hour. And um, after that year, I could really see the, the thing of what you, what you give yourself to, there you will reap rewards. So that's the, f- the, the first thing that I saw. I saw, I saw the... I saw the effect of sowing and reaping. I'll, I'll go through some principles now. So I want to challenge you this year, and I'm challenging myself. How are we going to prioritize our time with God? Is it going to be an afterthought? Or is it going to be, I need this? And, and I really, for us in our life, I know, I need time with God more than anything. Even one of the things I've also learned is, the busier it gets at work or the more hectic it goes or the more challenges I've got, the more I need to get to God because, um, because God is a good counselor. Fear is not a good counselor. Hard work, your own work is not a good counselor, but we need God's wisdom in, in the year to come. So um, one of the things that, that I've also, and God spoke to, spoke to me with, uh, through cycling a lot that year, and one of the things I, I did, we rode the crew uh, to coast, and I had an aim. I wanted to get under four hours. So that was my aim for the, for the race. And, um, 
And I just felt, before that, I had such a picture from God showing me that, you know, we as Christians, and especially, you know, I know, I know our guys that are here, we are committed to the Lord. We've, we've lived our lives. And, um, and the picture of cycling, getting to the end and saying, yeah, I made it in four hours, the cut of times, eight hours. I'm like, I did well. You know, I did, I'm here. And God just looking at me and saying, you know, who did you bring with you? Did you help a few guys? You had four hours to spare. Who did you help along the road? That guy with a flat wheel which you chased by because you don't want to, make your f- you don't want to miss your four-hour mark. You could have helped him. You've got a puncture repair kit in your back. You could have helped that guy. You could have helped him. And I think for many of us this year, um, I want to say that God's heart is in looking at his sheep. And sometimes we can prioritize so much how we, how we seek the Lord. But we'll, we'll be amazed to see the grace that he gives when we start looking out for our brothers and sisters. When you start looking out for someone who's struggling, making time to disciple someone, making time to, I don't know, whatever way the Lord brings someone in your life to start giving. Because we, um, we, we think sometimes, yeah, you know, maturity in, in Christianity is getting to know the deep truth of God. I'll tell you the deepest truth of God is that we were born to be like Jesus. To, to stoop down as God to, to the place of becoming a human. So in that way, we've got to disciple people that sometimes are younger than us or less mature in the Lord. And by giving, we actually are much closer to God's heart uh, than sitting and waiting for to be fed with, with deeper truths. So that's another picture, trying to, tr- uh, getting close to the shepherd's sheep rather than, <laughs> rather than, than trying to polish and, and getting more shiny. Still with me? So I've, I've, I've just got a few pointers and um, guidelines. So firstly, we need to prioritize God. We need to, we need to make sure that we follow the principles of sowing and reaping because that's what we're going to reap in our lives. What we're going to sow, if, you, if you're going to commit your life to cycling or business, whatever, that's what you're going to reap at the end. And at the end, we're all going to ask ourselves, what was it worth, worth it? So in my times with God in the morning, so the way I'd do it is I'd sit and I'd, I'd get quiet and start praying a bit and start reading. And I think one of the things is vulnerability. Like in a relationship, in, in, in my marriage, which is my major relationship on, on earth, we try and be vulnerable and we try and be honest. So if I sit with God and, and I've gone through times where it's been, it's been like this long like dreary patch, and I sit in the morning, I say, Lord, I, I, like really, for me, like this morning, it's like I'm going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be hard work. I'm, I'm struggling. I, I don't hear you. I feel like I've been reading, but I know that you are there, and I know and I trust you. So I'm vulnerable like that. I don't sit with God and, and, uh, and pretend that, that it's not what it isn't, and I think that's what it is. Even, even this morning, when, if, if you want to, tomorrow morning, if you want to sit in with God and you find that your heart is not, you're not seeking Him with all of your heart, be vulnerable with God. Lord, I struggle. I, I, I find myself pulling towards this. Help me to prioritize you. Be, let's be vulnerable because he, He's, I mean, we can't hide anything from Him anyway. So let's rather speak it with our mouth. So that's one of the things that I try and do. Um, and, then, and then obedience. If, um, if God speaks to you, it's, if, if God speaks to you, and, uh, and, and it's always challenging, I, f- I find it very seldom it's, it's things that are easy. 
Um, it's always stepping out in faith. Um, just after that, Guru goes, by the way, I had to stop and help someone, and it cost me, I did 4.11, not four, <laughs> 4 hours. It's going to cost you something. And I believe even if, as we spend time with God, as we start seeking Him, He is going to reveal Himself. I know God will start revealing Himself to each and every one of us. And what I've found is that sometimes it's, it's a faint voice. It's like, is it really God? But, but then I think, why has that thought, why has that come through me in my quiet time? Um, I've heard God very clearly in my life, and I've, but most of the time, it's, it's, it's like a whisper, it's like a, it's like a, a nudge and an and ushering. But I find if, uh, the more we obey those nudges, the more, the more clear we, clearly we start hearing Him. The more, um, the more our faith is built up. And if we get it wrong, we say, okay, that wasn't God. That was my own heart, maybe just it, it was a thought. But that's the way we get to, that's the way we learn in our relationship. We get feedback. I didn't like it when you did that. Oh, was it, was it you? Did you mean that? And that's the same way. God is a person, and we need to hear his voice. And the way he relates to us is differently, all of us. We've all got different temperaments, and we've all got different uh, backgrounds. And he's an intimate father. I mean, those of you who've got many kids, and we've got four, you relate differently to your different kids. And, and you, do, you relate to them in a, in a specific way according to their abilities, giftings, personalities, and that's how we, the same with God. He's going to relate to you differently than with me, but these are just pointers, but, I, but the principle is the same. He wants to spend time with us, and, um, and he wants us to be deeply, deeply rooted in, in him this year. So, one of, uh, one of the other things is also, after obedience, is enjoying God. Let's not, let's not just think of God as the one that we call in our troubles in our difficult times, when, we walking, when you're walking in the mountain and it's beautiful, you say, God, just thank you for making this place so beautiful. When you've had a beautiful time with, with family or friends and, and, and just, just pray together, even if you, if you just, after the evening, just say, God, you're just so good. Thank you for this. Thank you that I can celebrate this. Have fun with God. Share the fun times with God. He's given us every good gift come from, comes from Him. And the more we start breaking those little boxes that in the morning I go into my quiet time, I spend time with the Lord, yeah, I read the Bible, I pray. The more we break those boxes open, He becomes part of our life. The more we start talking with our kids, Jesus, did you see how beautiful God made these mountains? And the more we start giving glory to God for the little things He's done. Um, because we can, that's the difference be between uh, people of faith and people not of faith. I mean, we both see the sun and the moon and the stars, and we give glory to God who's made it. An unbeliever says that happened by chance. And that's what we, are, as God's children, are there to, to reflect Him and give glory to Him. And as we do that, the Bible says, as the Son of Man is lifted up, He will draw people to Himself. And as we, as we show people God's, God's grace, the way that we see the good in people, then we do lead people inadvertently to Him. Um, so yeah, uh, we can't choose what happens in 2022, but we can choose to walk it out with God. We can choose to, in the morning, dedicate the day to Him. We can choose to start praying and say, Lord, if there's someone you want me to reach this day, please open my eyes. Holy Spirit, please, please help me to, to get a cue. We, um, we look for clues. I don't, I don't often go, and sometimes I do, but I look for clues. If I see... We must look for, for clues where God opens the door for us to, to, um, 
testify of him. Because I, I, I truly, honestly believe, like in that scripture it says, we can do nothing. I don't believe I can convince anyone to follow Christ. I can't encourage anyone. But I, f- I know if the Holy Spirit is busy, I can work with God. And that gives me confidence. When I see someone um, opening a door and being saying, listen, yeah, it's, it's been a tough year, whatever. If there's something that I feel God is opening a door for me to speak, that's when I start speaking. And the more I trust God in that and say, Lord, I trust that you'll give me the opportunity. I'll do this and I'll go this far. But if I, see, if I don't see you in it, I can do nothing of myself. I can't decide it's a good idea to preach to this friend of mine whom I think will make a great Christian if he gets saved and God is not in it. I've got no chance. Have you found it's difficult with those ones? <laughs> it's much easier if God brings his people. So yeah, um, this, this, this year, I believe, um, 2020, I, I, how was your years? Was it nine or eight or seven out of ten this 2021? How many, how many were six? Any sixes? Seven? Eight? <laughs> nine? <laughs> yeah, and, 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 I, and I do believe that's the, that's the thing about 2022. Yeah, we watched this movie and the, the guy calls his son. He says, how's it going? Solid four, Dad. Solid four. <laughs> so, so maybe there were a few solid fours, um, and and that's the thing about um, that's the thing, <laughs> Adele solid four. <laughs> I think that's the thing about the times we live in. It's it's got such a different effect on different people, and so, some have lost loved ones, and some have had booming years, and and I think the the key is not to dial everyone down to a solid four. I think the key is to to find God and walk. The, the season through with them and let's celebrate with the ones who've got the nines and let's let's mourn with the ones who've got the who've got who's got the mourning and let's be there for one another the key is for me i want to my key this year is i want to i want to spend time with god i want to get deeply rooted i want to see and be used for the things he does and one of the things that my, I've, i play the harmonica i'm not i don't have a great worship voice and, and I've stopped that for years. And this year, I've started doing that again I've started in the morning because I struggle to, to worship God. For me, in the morning, to worship God, it's, it's such a way of just putting God in the right perspective. If you start praising God before you, even like we did this morning, if you start praising God, I've always thought, you know, it's, it's good for God. It's not, I think it's good for God, but it's good for us. We start putting Him in the right place. He's the Creator. He's above all. He loves us. All of a sudden, we f- everything falls in place. I'm the worshiper. He's the one that we worship. So my quiet times this morning are starting with, with, uh, with harmonica, montflaky, backflaky. And, and, and just getting the old ways in which we, we're sorting. Each of you have got a remembrance of times when God w- really worked. His. Use those things to draw up. And let's, let's work deeply and, 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 and push into Him. I believe this year... Um, will bring us surprises and bring us ups and downs. But, uh, but let's walk them out together. I know that Nelly and I are much stronger together to face challenges with our kids, with life, if we're on the same page. If we've, got a, if we've, got a, if we've had a tiff, it just feels like I mustn't get a knock now or whatever. I'm not going to struggle with that because we, we're not together. But when we're in complete unity, we're much stronger together. Now, now, it's the same way with God. If you're going to be one with God this year, you're going to be able to face whatever comes. Amen. So that's my message. Um, 
I pray that 2022, and I'm going to pray for us now, will be a, will be a blessed year. And, but m- most of all, that, that each one of us will, in our relationship with God, will have an intimate uh, relationship. And, and those around us, our children, our friends, will see it and be, and be jealous, not of, not of the way that we act, but the, the one that is with, with us. Amen. Lord Jesus, we, we just want to thank you that you, um, being the creator of heaven and earth, being almighty, being um, all-knowing, have chosen uh, for, for us as your children, Lord, that you love us, that you've, that you've given the ultimate sacrifice, Lord, and that we are your plan on earth, that you, you've chosen through your church, through your people, through your children, to let your light shine on earth. Lord, and I pray for, for 2022, for each one of us here, Lord, and even the, the people who, not, who couldn't make it this morning, Lord. I pray that, um, that you will bless us, that you will protect us, Lord, that you'll be with our families, that you'll be with our jobs, our businesses, Lord, that you'll provide for us. But Lord, above all, that you'll be a very, very close uh, friend, God, uh, Lord, in, in this time. And Father, may I pray that, that we will go f- uh, from strength to strength, um, in a, just in our intimacy with you, Lord. I pray that, that we, our heart will be so to follow you, Lord, that discipleship or, or lordship won't be, even, even be a question, Lord. Even as you say in your word, Lord, if we have your commandments and, and we follow them, you, there's a special revelation that you give to those, Lord. And I pray that that will be the case for us in 2022. In Jesus' name.